1: This is the Proud American Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones. From Homer's Odysseus to Wilfred Owen, the idea of a warrior poet has captured our attention for generations. For a man or woman to go from the brutality of combat to the vulnerable expression of creating art, to many, seems odd or unnatural. But for many of us, rather it be making something with our hands or writing how we feel in words. Self-expression and vulnerability are a necessary part of healing our minds after war and injury. Today, my guest, Richard Casper, is a Marine veteran and founder of Creative Ets, a Nashville-based program that brings veterans opportunities to find healing through artistic expression, such as sculpting, painting, and even songwriting, with some of music's biggest names. Richard, thanks for joining me today, man.
0: Hey, thanks so much for having me, Joey. I want to give our audience
1: a chance to really understand who you are and what it is you do. And so could you start off just kind of giving me the, the elevator pitch for what Creative Ets is?
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm the co-founder and executive director of Creative Uh, Creative Ets started after I came home from war and I I suffered a left traumatic brain injury from my Humvee being hit four separate times by some IEDs, uh, which obviously set me back a little bit. So when I transitioned out of the Marine Corps, I didn't know how to adjust. I started trying to live a normal life and it just PTS and the TBI and everything caught up with me. And I was a a veteran who never did art before, never did music, never wrote songs, never sang, never never anything super creative. And I randomly found songwriting, creative writing, and art at a local community college in Illinois. And it just ultimately changed my life. And it sent me on a route to discover how to tell my story without telling my story, Uh, something that I call the warrior brain to artist brain transition, which ultimately led to it saving my life. Uh, and when I look back after I graduated from one of the top art schools in the country, and I said, is any other combat vet going to take the route I just did? Are they going to be seeking out arts and music to heal? I don't think so. I don't think most people are going to take this route because I didn't even take that route. I was, I was kind of just fell into it it was almost accidental art and uh so i set out right there say i'm going to research i researched all i could only found art therapy and art music pro- or music therapy programs that wasn't what i wanted i wanted a very intentional way of teaching art and music that is therapeutic in nature but ultimately we're unlocking the way that they think about their experience and so that's what Creative creativest does founded it in 2013 now we provide art and music programs for veterans all over the country here in Nashville and in Chicago and, and some places around the country. You know, I've been lucky enough to sit in and kind of see this happen in
1: in, a, in one form with a program we used to work together on. But when you use the word heal, that's a strong word. There's a lot behind that word. What, can you speak more to what you mean by heal?
0: Yeah, we really focus on empowering to heal and teaching them new skills to heal and ultimately them healing themselves through the experience. A lot of veterans are kind of locked in this space and time of their experience. They, they attach the emotions connected to a tragic loss of a friend or a TBI and they don't think they could push back past it. But when you could sit down with a veteran and truly understand what they're going through and it's, let's take our songwriting program, for example, a veteran who may have done something horrible in Iraq or seen something horrible in Iraq thinks that nobody can relate to them at all. That nobody has that he or she does not have the words to speak that. When they pair up with these Nashville songwriters and another combat vet and another combat vet who's been through what they've been through, and they talk about their story in a setting where all of a sudden music is put behind it and they hear their words turned into something so much different, so special that they could they get to hear it back instantly. And they're reliving this experience, but in a happy way rather than a sad way, because by the end of it, they have a song. So these veterans who say, I can't tell my wife this, but this is what happened to me in Iraq, or this is what I did. After our songwriting session, uh, we spent about three or four hours in there just telling their specific story. The first person they text the song to is their wife or their family to say, hey, listen, I just wrote a song in in Nashville with these number one songwriters. They are so pumped up about it that what just happened in that room, that healing was that, they were remapping the way that they thought about that experience and they were repurposing the emotions that they attached to the incident that happened to them. So all of those encompassing is what creates that healing effect for them to go on and maybe just get rid of that one trigger. That's all we're trying to do. One trigger at a time. It's baby steps.
1: So what, when you say trigger, you mean like if they're going through life and something happens that kind of triggers those negative emotions or reminds them even more literally of that event. What you're saying is now with the song, when that happens, it reminds them of the song and the happy emotions.
0: Exactly. And we've seen this in our artwork and in our music. And a, a really clear example of this is a veteran who he he was hospitalized three separate times in, in the VA because he would go crazy. Every time he would think of the number three or C3 anywhere, it would trigger him to write equations on the wall, like legitimate equations. He was going crazy. He said one time he went into his house and his toaster was close to his wall and he went and measured it and it was three inches away. And so he started doing equations all over the house and his wife submitted him to the hospital again. And come to find out the three is so significant to him because there was three separate, separate incidents in Iraq that happened. And one of those incidents involved three uh, three farmers. And so these are the things that was stuck in his head. But when he was going through the art program, And I was breaking down his triggers and saying, what is the one thing holding you back? And he told me all about this number three and how it affects his life on the daily. And I said, you know what would be awesome if you created an art piece that was an equation and you had this equation that equals what you're going through. And for him, that was super tough because he said, whoa, uh, usually I'm only doing equations when I'm going crazy. I was like, yeah, so I want you to own that and power it through your artwork to show people what happens to you after the fact. He ended up going through that course for the full three weeks, changing his life to the point to where now he, is a, uh, he he does stuff at the Columbus Museum of Art. He's had his artwork at the Columbus Museum of Art, and he's a represented artist, and he also teaches art at the VA hospitals. Like, it's insane that, that the remapping and the repurposing of the emotions based off of just one simple trigger in their life that's holding them back. It's very individualized based off the veteran's story.
1: Yeah, no, I've known you for several years. I've never heard that story, and it seems like every time we talk, there's a a different story of a veteran that's just incredibly unique. And I think what interests me about what you do is, on the outside looking in, say like with the songwriting, the part of of your program I'm most familiar with, I don't see how you don't end up with 30 of the same songs because so much of our combat experience is pretty similar. I mean, getting hit by an IED, getting shot at, seeing a buddy pass away – Yeah, it's a unique experience, but it's pretty similar factors involved. And so do you find that most of these guys and gals um, end up wanting to tell the same story, or
0: how does that work? You know, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen, and that's what I told my board was probably going to happen when we first started. Because for me, my song was about my buddy who was shot and killed beside me. That's the song I needed, and that's what kind of launched Creative Ed's. And when I really realized how different every incident is, even though it's kind of similar, like when you look at it, it's similar, but every veteran's so different that they all are affected differently by it, and they have different reactions to the situations happen during, middle, and after. And so we brought three veterans that were in the same uh, VBed attack, and they all had three different different issues one was the corpsman that worked on the guys one of them lost his leg and has burns over 60 percent of his body and the other almost lost his arm and broke his entire back so same exact incident they wrote three completely different songs one of them wrote a song about how uh, everything that he did in war got he got so comfortable in war that when he came home, he was uncomfortable. So he felt comfortable over there and he wanted to write a song about that. How it called, it's until it feels like home is the song. The other one wrote about how his transition back home, he felt like he fell through the cracks every step of the way. So he didn't want to talk about the incident or about the war experience. He wanted to talk about when he was coming home and how he felt like everyone pushed him to side. And then that corpsman just wanted to write a song about all other corpsmen and what they do. And those are all three separate songs from the same exact situation. And that's why when we look at Veterans Whole Health, we can't treat every veteran exactly the same. We can't prescribe them the same thing. We can't have them go through the same exact stuff. We have to actually dive in, hear these stories and feel what they feel out, what they really need to say and what they need to overcome.
1: Well, that's exactly right. And I think that what makes your program so effective or one of the reasons it's effective is that. You said a a combat veteran, someone who has a similar experience but is not trying to tell their story, is actually trying to help this veteran tell his or her story, sits in and helps write the song.
0: Is that correct? Yeah. So we make sure that we pair up veterans far before they get here. And we didn't. I don't think we talked about this, but we pay for the flights, the food, the housing. We get rid of all the friction points to a veteran receiving help. We'll fly them into Nashville, but we'll pair them with a mentor who's been through either a like experience or even a like injury. So when we had a Vietnam veteran come out, we had a Vietnam veteran who went through our songwriting program, call him and say, Chuck, I got your back. I've been through the same things you've been through. And now I'm going to be your battle buddy through this whole process. And I'm going to make sure you get the song that you want. Sometimes we can get it down to the point to where if a veteran was shot, we could put him with someone else who was shot who's been through the program. We really try to get it as close to perfect as possible so that they could share experiences and feel so close to them that they're willing to go that extra step and tell us things they never told anybody. Just so that we can hopefully change the narrative and push it out there in a new way. You know, in introducing you, I use the word vulnerable, and I've heard you use that word before. What's
1: the biggest challenge when it comes to getting a veteran in the program and kind of getting those walls down so you can can really get that out of them? Or, Or maybe is that the biggest challenge?
0: The biggest challenge is actually talking, getting them on the phone with you to explain the process. Yeah, Everyone loves the idea of, oh, writing a song or doing this and going to the best art school in the country and everything's paid for. But when it comes down to it and we tell them about, you have to, to talk about some of these deep, dark stuff, people just won't come through that process. We have to, we start with the text and then we try to get them on the phone. But the moment we capture them on the phone, we could change their life. This This is a prime example of that Vietnam veteran His daughter heard me speak at the uh, governor's house here in Nashville, Tennessee, and she came up to me. She actually set up a lunch with me and said, hey, you know, my dad is a Vietnam veteran. He lives in Pennsylvania. He's never told his story. He's never sought help. Uh, I know he suffered, and I would love to hear his story before he passes. Uh, And I said, you know what? Just get him on the phone with me or one of my mentors, and we'll get him here. We've never not had a veteran, once we talked to him on the phone, want to come out and participate in some of these programs. And I was like, if we have to just you know, talk about how he gets to go backstage at the Opry or he gets to fly to Nashville and see you all expenses paid, I mean, we'll say whatever it takes to ultimately get there without lying, but just getting them either hyped about it or letting them know that there's a battle buddy on the other line and letting them know that their song will legitimately live forever. It will never die. It can be passed on generation to generation. And one of those three things is typically what gets them to hop on that plane and come out here. So we've had 100%... Success when it comes to veterans coming to our programs after applying and getting accepted, which I heard was a pretty big deal in a lot of uh, the nonprofit space who fly veterans to locations to do some of the treatments um so we're we're pretty proud of that no as you should be and I think that's
1: uh, you just hit on something that I hadn't really asked you about so well, you just said you did this with a Vietnam veteran so there isn't a an era of war that is exclusive so you're not just post 911 or anything like that.
0: No, we obviously we help mostly post 9-11, but I think that what's going to help post 9-11 veterans heal is hearing the stories from the Vietnam veterans and the World War II veterans and the Korean veterans. Because if we truly understand that, yeah, all the situations are different, but the emotions are exactly the same and how we treat them is a little bit different, too. But when we when we can rein it in to where you could hear a Vietnam veteran story, but you don't know they're a Vietnam veteran and you feel ultimately connected to it that's going to bridge the gap between the generations too and ultimately still come back to help the post 9-11. So yeah, we want to make sure we're telling all the stories. No. And I've, I've
1: experienced that. I did a a program and as you're aware of, and where we brought groups of veterans in and the program was for post 9-11 veterans. But early on we realized the relevance in having what we called a prior generation, a a kind of a father figure or a, or a mother figure generation veteran there. And we thought it was just for the age and maturity. But really what we found out was to see that as the world changes around you, some of these issues and and kind of what you live with after combat, even if the war is different, are very similar. And I, and I saw that it
0: was very helpful for them. It is. And it, it, I think it's helpful. Sometimes it's even more helpful for the Vietnam veterans to know that they feel connected and that uh, an all-volunteer group still loves them and encourages them and lets them know that even if they were selected and they had to go without them wanting to, that they're still in this brotherhood. Because I saw that with uh, a teacher here at Vanderbilt. We have another program where we just let veterans go to Vanderbilt for free for songwriting. Um, And the teacher is a Navy veteran who spent time in Vietnam. And he he was actually scared to teach the class because he thought he couldn't connect with the veterans in the class. But we had a lunch shortly after and he was crying, just saying how it it changed his life. He's like, I know you didn't set out to help me, but this class has changed my life because they were so accepting of me. And I felt like I could relate to them for the first time ever. So, yeah, I really do think that music can heal all. And I've never heard a veteran say they don't like music. So it is the one thing, you know, we have plenty that don't like art, but never heard one that said they didn't like music. So I just think there's something so special here with the songwriting, the multi-generational gap, the bridging between the military-civilian divide. I think it's one of the perfect tools to help. Not the only tool, but one of the one of the most perfect.
1: Is songwriting something that every veteran does in your program, even if they go on to do painting or sculpting, or is it um, just depends on what that veteran's interested in?
0: It ultimately depends on the... Vet- if the veteran already does songwriting, I actually typically don't allow them to do my songwriting program unless they need that extra step in telling their story because I'm ultimately trying to teach them a new skill. If it's like, if you have a hammer, you can't fix every single problem in a house. So I know that songwriting is not gonna fix every single veteran. And if a veteran is diving into songwriting, telling their story and writing, and they apply for a songwriting program, I'm gonna be like, hey. This doesn't seem like it's working for you. I want to send you to my three-week fully accredited art course. Let's see if a new skill set, a new kind of art form will help you get out of this rut and get you successful. And so, yeah, we've we've had to stop some people and switch them. Uh, again, we actually had a Vietnam veteran who applied for a songwriting program, and I told him about the art program. He didn't know it existed, but he said as a little boy, he's always wanted to go to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and he ended up enrolling into that program. And ceramics changed his life. He ended up going back to California and enrolling into a ceramics uh, kind of studio collaboration thing. And he's still doing ceramics today to this day. And he he, it's absolutely amazing. He just said, I unlocked something inside of him. He didn't know he had uh, and he just gets lost in the clay. And so he's so thankful for that. And I think, again, I'm, I'm trying to be very intentional. We're trying to help in veteran suicide, through teaching veterans how to transition the warrior brain to the artist brain, giving them new skills. I don't want to give a veteran who's already got the skills the same exact skills and waste a spot for a veteran who's never uh, participated or learned it before. So that's kind of the mentality. But we do have secondary and and, and based and community based programs that will allow any veteran who is doing songwriting still an opportunity to go through one of our programs. But it's not the top tier where they get a one on one session.
1: Uh, that's awesome, and, and it's so custom and critique to each veteran. And you really, you're not just a cookie cutter program. And I think that's what's missing a lot of times in in veteran nonprofits and assistance programs. And having seen it firsthand, I, I can tell you, I know it works. I um, I know that you know when you talk about creating art in culture, art kind of has this kind of uh, perception that you're either incredibly successful or and famous and rich and you've done really well or you're struggling. And so I guess I would imagine even some of the artists that the veterans work with can identify with struggling.
0: Yeah. And we, we also kind of vet a lot of the artists, one of the artists that we work with, who's kind of a famous collage artist. um, He had a really messed up childhood of trauma and fear and sexual abuse. And so when we use these and work with these volunteer artists, we want them to have at least a little bit of a story so they can completely, not completely, but relate as much as possible to the veteran and tell those stories and talk about heartache and hardship and not being an artist. And that's that's a big thing too, because you can have, a veteran who thinks you have it all together, just because you've been doing art your whole life, but then they hear you say, "Oh no, I just learned this, and it absolutely changed my life." That's kind of like that that connective point, and we want to use that not only the songwriters and the artists, but the veterans that we use. But yeah, there is so much relatability between struggling artists and veterans who are getting out and transitioning, and I think a lot of like societal same issues uh, kind of occur for both of them, and I think that's that's a good relation point for them.
1: Yeah, I think ultimately what what I was going to get to is that I think this program that you've created would be helpful for people far beyond just people that have been to combat. And I know that you you and I have talked about that. Obviously, Creative events is about veterans. But I guess on that topic, I wanted to ask, because this is kind of a point of curiosity, not to belittle the most important thing you do, but is there a celebrity or songwriter that you've worked with that really just stuck out to you and really just kind of, If you could recreate that person with every experience, that's the person you would want there.
0: Man, you know, there are so many, especially songwriters, that are are just the most amazing people in the world. But when it comes to someone that has even just a little bit of notoriety, I still remember I scheduled a write with Daryl Worley and a veteran. um, And this was like four or five years ago through his management. And we've scheduled about like two months out. And so the day comes that the right is about to happen. And Daryl comes in and we sit down with this, and there's another Vietnam veteran and he starts talking and he said, you know what? I've been traveling last two months. I haven't been home for, you know, for more than probably two days at a time in the last two or three months. And then I come home and my manager's like, Hey, don't forget this right on Tuesday. And he's like, Oh, cancel that. Right. I ain't doing a right on Tuesday. I have two days here with my family. And they're like, it's the it's the right with the veteran. He's like never mind, I need this. And he <laughs> came to that right and the way that he told me that this helps him reset him as a songwriter. How when he first came to Nashville, he came telling stories and talking about emotion and all this other stuff that was super important to him and then kind of got into this whole idea of writing commercial songs and getting lost in this craft that he used to love. So sitting here with the veteran to tell their story was the most important thing. To him at the time and those are the songwriters and artists i want in the room i don't care how big they are if they don't care about why they're in there i don't want them in that room yeah no i love that and daryl whirley's kind of known in the military world
1: too as, as being a patriotic and genuine supporter so that's really cool to hear that sometimes we don't always our heroes sometimes disappoint us and it's cool to hear that daryl Worley's a real deal 100 um, percent. so what's next for creative vets?
0: Creativists is on the move we're doing a lot of stuff our big big push now is just people consuming our music uh, because there were so many benefits to everyone involved it's kind of like a no-lose situation just by veterans listening to our music we did a few surveys that show that they feel more connected to the person in the song so they know because it's veteran created for veterans by veterans as we release this to the world the, the family members of the veterans feel more connected to their loved ones. Civilians feel more connected to the military. It's bridging that gap between the military-civilian divide. But just by listeners streaming our creative Creativette's music uh, each day, just listening to these stories, they're not just learning a little bit more. They're actually providing funding to come back to a vets so that we can continuously bring veterans to Nashville. It's a free way to donate just by listening. You're helping a veteran. You're helping a nonprofit. And you're learning more about the veteran experience. So we're really pushing hard on this wave of veteran music, veteran created for veterans by veterans, because we really think this just may help the world right now connect in a time that they really need to connect. Um, So multiple things happening, but I really want to make this main focus on these next few song releases that are coming out and really just pushing it so that we can make a wave in the veteran community. Well, you kind of teed it up perfect for me. My last question is how can folks learn more, get involved and help you guys out? Well, I love that. And thanks for, for pushing that out there. Because if anybody wants to help, uh, volunteer, listen to our music, donate, uh, if you're a veteran that needs help, you can go to creativeets.org. And that's if you spell out creative and just put a TS at the end. A lot of people will put two Vs. It's not how you do it. Creativeets.org. Uh, obviously, we're on all the social medias, but any streaming platform you use, whether it's Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, YouTube, just search creative vets, give us a follow, like our playlist and just listen to our music. It'll go so far for us and the veteran who wrote the song, because I know every veteran song that we release always texts me and like, can you believe my song has 30,000 listens? It's <laughs> motivating them to continuously tell their story and kind of get out of this hump that they're in. Well, Richard, brother, thanks so much for coming on. I am so happy to
1: share this uh, with our audience. It's something I've known about for a while, and it's exciting to get it out there. And I hope that you see your your numbers tick up as the audience hears your story and, and goes and finds those songs.
0: I appreciate the opportunity, Joey. To take a traumatic experience
1: and create art is a powerful thing, more than a feeling of creating something new and exciting. It also allows veterans to let go and move on. Thanks to Richard and his team at Creative Ed's for bringing this therapy to life for so many veterans. To hear more stories like this, visit foxnewspodcast.com and be sure to check back next week for a brand new Proud American Story. I'm Johnny Joey Jones. Thanks for listening.